This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. This is your daily financial news for July 21st, Wednesday, July 21st. Thank you for watching. If you're new to the show, uh, something we do seven days a week, 365 days a year, is we look at the daily financial news and I summarize what I read in the morning. Uh, If you're a returning follower, subscriber, thank you very much. Uh, These daily shows are routinely getting over 2,000 views a day. So I just wanted to say thank you. I appreciate you. And uh, thank you for coming along on this journey with me. Uh, A couple of quick announcements before we get in. A lot of you have reached out and told me about deals getting done, but only one of you have given me an address in the last 36 hours. So let's congratulate Kevin for getting his first rental property. That is awesome. So Kevin, your card, congratulations, one of 500. You did it. I am so happy for you. Goes out in the mail today. If you don't know what this is, I am having a contest to see if I can't help get 500 transactions done this year. Actually, June 1st through May 21st or May 31st of next year. All you have to do is say one rental at a time helped you. Uh, It'd be great if you're one of my students. It'd be great if you read the book. It'd be great if you're a follower here. But I'm trying to get to 500, and we'll see how we get there. I've got some money on the line. I'm going to do some kind of crazy things when we get there. So enjoy the journey with us. In addition to that, yesterday, uh, Matt, the lumberjack landlord in ninth grade dropout, and I talked about a comment from one of my videos. Uh, And I actually want to go back to that video. Uh, The commenter's first name was Kirsten. Uh, I actually reached back out to her. I'm going to assume it's a her based on the name and the picture. You never really know with social media, but I took a shot. Uh, so what I did is I reached back out to her and said, hey, um, you know, if you're interested, I'm willing to give you my courses for free in exchange for doing some Zoom calls. Basically, I want to take her concerns, her issues, and see if I can't help. It's It's hard out there sometimes, and Sometimes all you need is a a light or somebody to point you in the right direction. So I took my shot. Don't know if she will respond, uh, but hopefully she will. And, um, you know, it was fun to kind of break down the comment. But at the end of the day, this channel myself is about trying to help. So I took a shot. Let's see if she responds. Uh, On to the daily financial news for the 21st of July. We're going to start with earnings. Uh, As I mentioned, over the weekend, earnings are a big deal. And we were not so worried about the quarter report, but it was the the second half. And what, if anything, are their concerns about inflation? So lo and behold, Coca-Cola beat. Coca-Cola beat uh, beat revenue. Uh, Actually, revenue topped 2019 levels. Uh, remember, I've talked about that being kind of the talk track when companies feeling good, because again, 2020 will be written off as just that year, if you know what I mean. So they beat top and bottom and did the all important raise, right? Beat top, beat bottom, raise. Top is revenue, bottom is earnings, and then they raised uh, the guidance for the second half. Uh, they did highlight that India, uh, again, one of the reasons I read these global 
companies like Coke uh, is that uh, they, they give you a feel for what's going on in the world. Uh, looks like India is still under pressure. Lo and behold, also, they're going to raise prices. Your Coca-Cola and the other product lines are going to go up. I don't, you know, Coke would not be raising prices if they thought inflation was transitory. Inflation is real, uh, both in what goes into their beverages, the container that holds the beverages, and the shipping or freight to move beverages around the country and around the world. So unfortunately, Coke, which is a pretty good barometer for consumers, is going to raise prices in the second half. By how much? They said they are still, I don't know, calculating. I don't really know what that means, but they're, they're figuring it out. But expect your Coca-Cola to go up on a little bit, unfortunately. Uh, it looks like Verizon beat top and bottom and raised. Uh, again, kind of what we expected. Harley-Davidson. I actually called out Harley-Davidson on Sunday to kind of see what's going on with the K-shaped recovery. Harley-Davidson was called out because kind of a boomer stock, right? They build these big bikes, these cruisers, all of that stuff. Uh, and it looks like Harley uh, missed on revenue. So top line they missed, but they, ex they hit bottom line, so earnings per share. And the reason they did that is they were selling higher-end products. So the K-shaped recovery is real. So they're selling their very expensive bikes, not so much of the entry level. Uh, not sure how that doesn't make me feel good for the second half, right? How many how many boomers are going to be buying their their first or next Harley, right? I think we're coming out of this conspicuous consumption, right? You couldn't travel, you couldn't do this, you couldn't do this. You had extra money, so you bought a bike. I think that's going to unwind and. Maybe next year or the year after, used bikes uh, might be a deal. I don't know. Uh, Netflix hit revenue targets, but they missed bottom line and more importantly, gave weak guidance, right? Netflix gave weak guidance, pretty significant weak guidance. And guidance is, hey, analysts expect A, and they came at A minus something, right? So they came in below. Chipotle, crushing it. Chipotle, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, burrito, eateries, uh, they beat top and bottom, and they highlighted the return of um, indoor dining. People are not only enjoying their Chipotle to go, but they are coming in more of a traditional lunch and evening crowd and eating inside. Uh, so again, Chipotle uh, crushed. Sleep number. Sleep number is interesting, and it's interesting on lots of different levels. First, they missed, missed revenue, missed earnings, not good. And they are pointing to supply chain shortages. You got to ask yourself, you know, if you're looking at the stock, is that what's really going on? Or does, does Sleep Number have additional competition? I think there's a mattress called Purple or something. Is competition heating up? Uh, have they missed the mark? When companies miss top and bottom, something going on but for you and I the consumers I'm wondering what is going on kind of like are we are we kind of changing our behavior right that is the kind of stuff going on so I'm interested in that something we were talking about before the pandemic remember retail and malls were struggling this is 2019 if you've been with me that long looks like Ultra Beauty is opening their first mini shop 
inside Target this August. This is something I thought would be very interesting to folks like Nordstrom's and things of that nature, kind of rent square footage to other brands. It looks like it is now happening and we're getting back to kind of pre-event uh, things. Uh, a couple of things that I've been hearing about builders. Why aren't home builders building more? Well, there's lots of reasons, unfortunately. Uh, yes, we are four, six, ten, whatever you want to say, single family units behind. We're a decade behind. Well, their input costs have been spiking and they haven't been able to pass on the cost, uh, at least entirely. Uh, timelines. This is a big deal for builders, right? There's 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 a process to build a home. And, you know, if you're building the structure and your your timeline for getting copper wiring slips two weeks, you got to kind of wait, right? There's there's an order to these things, and their supply chains for goods uh, have been interesting. Uh, there's also a lack of skilled labor. Uh, it is amazing to see, as someone who's been in the market 20 years, back when we were doing hundreds of homes per builder, um, it is it's interesting to see that they're doing 10 now. Some of that's because they're managing their income balance sheets the like, so they don't go broke like last time. But a lot of it's because of skilled labor, right? There's a there's a there's a missing skilled labor out there. And finally, buildable lots. We are consuming a lot of the buildable lots that were made last time, and the permitting process is slow and expensive. Uh, a viewer and subscriber sent me this article, and it's just a sign that you need to do the one rental at a time thing. Uh, looks like another deep pocket investor has allocated five billion dollars they are going to be looking to buy 18,000 homes in the next three years what is that three years call that let's call that 900 days dude that's 200 homes a day including saturday and sunday two homes a day right i say yeah no that's a lot of homes that's 20 homes a day man so yeah five billion dollars 18,000 homes Sunbelt, kind of that smile that we talk about a lot in the U.S. And yes, they are planning to buy out of the MLS. Then they plan to buy direct from builders. Folks, it is time. If you're thinking about getting into one rental at a time, do it now. You still have cheap financing. Uh, let the competition for single family homes around you raise the value. Kind of uh, the tide, rising tide raises all ships. Uh, it is pretty interesting what is going on there. Yeah, single-family rental ventures, I've been telling you for six months, are real. Build for rent, real. Um, get in the game now. Set your family up. Uh, get get to four, right? Uh, a couple of things I've been asked about Black Swan, because, again, I did that comparison of 06 to 20, 2021. Not the same. For me, as I said, I think in that video, might have been in the comments. For me, it's always hard to identify Black Swans, hence the name. Uh, but for me, I think it could be the China debt market. And lo and behold, I found an article about the China debt market. Uh, they're highlighting three things to watch. So I thought I would share them with you. Uh, one is local government bonds. Think think cities and towns, right? There is a perception that cities and towns who are building bridges and you know high-speed trains and things of that nature, that they have implicit gov uh, government backing. That will be tested, right? For example, I'm just making up cities here. Does uh, Gilroy, California, if their local bonds go bad, would the federal government back it? Right now, there's a general perception that the Chinese 
kind of uber government would back it, but that's never been tested. Uh, and given the uh, blow up in the bond market, we, we shall see. What I mean by that, they've had $9.6 billion in bonds already go bad this year in six months. Uh, that is a record since 2014. Uh, they have had a corruption scandal uh, called, I can't pronounce this, but I'll give it a shot, Harong Asset Management. It is the biggest asset manager uh, in the country. Apparently, it was corrupt, and they... Uh, this is this we don't do this in the United States, uh, but in China, when you get caught caught as a bad actor, the chairman of the company was sentenced to death. Uh, if you don't know my story, I was burned by Enron in WorldCom, and um, let's just say their CEOs and bad actors were not sentenced to death. I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying we do it differently here. And then finally, uh, there are some very weak spots uh, in China's uh, smaller. Um, I don't know what you would call them. We would probably call them towns, uh, but there are some smaller towns, local banks. I'm starting to think about the SNL crisis, savings and loan crisis we had in the 80s. Uh, it seems like they have their own version of that brewing uh, where these small towns, you know, think, I don't know, 10,000 people. Um, they've been doing their own lending and some of those small towns are have a lot of bad debt. So... A lot of stuff going on there. Um, next up, last thing we will close with is found an article about a self-made billionaire. That's always fun. Self-made billionaire. He's 51. Self-made billionaire named Thomas Tull. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Apparently, his story is interesting uh, because it starts with running a chain of laundromats. Yes, self-made billionaire got his start running coin-operated laundromats. Uh, he was a raised by a single mom, single mom who worked two jobs in upstate New York, came from very humble beginnings, obviously. Uh, he knew very early in life that he didn't want to and couldn't work for anyone else, so he had to be an entrepreneur and a hustler. He says that being a successful entrepreneur really boils down to constantly learning, right? Constantly learning. Uh, and also, you have to, have to, have to, have to be able to take in criticism and feedback from other people. You can't be so myopic and think your way is the highway high or the right way all the time. So I found that article pretty interesting. Uh, again, 51 years old, self-made billionaire. Pretty impressive. Uh, so lots of good stuff. So today is Wednesday. Uh, I did confirm with Anna yesterday that we will be talking lots of great topics. And I got a surprise guest at 9 a.m., uh, that's been on the channel once or twice before that we're going to go and have a great conversation. So, folks, One Rental at a Time is for you. We do a daily show. We, we talk to six multimillionaires a week. We do a live show on Saturday. I'm just trying to help. Don't forget the contest. We're trying to help people move forward. One Rental at a Time is helping thousands of people, but you've got to do the work. It's a daily discipline. It's focus. If you want help, link below. Otherwise, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.